Excellent. <laughs> I like it. Well, as you can see, we have a special guest leader today. Yay. <laughs> and I know that the Lord has put a lot of things on his, <clears throat> on his heart to lead today. And are we good with the guitar? <clears throat> I don't know if we're coming through at all. Sorry, we're just trying to make sure the guitar comes through. But I know the Lord has really spoken a lot of prolific things lately. Just give me a thumbs up when you can hear it out there. Um, and I know that at least one of the things that we were talking about in there was... Um, just in the midst of in the midst of everything, just allowing the Lord to fill the space, to fill the room, to um, to really inhabit our praises and inhabit our being, and that you know, if we do that, then the rest of it doesn't matter. You know that that whatever we're going through seems just smaller because the Lord is so much bigger. And so I know that was there. We go. I know that was um, one of the things that that we were um, that we were speaking about this morning as we were preparing. And um, are we good with that? I don't know if you had anything to add. I'll I'll toss it to the leader for the morning. <laughs> yeah, as we're talking, we're just we were just um, thinking about the significance of resting in the Lord. And over the past couple months, the Lord's really put on my heart the theme of the garden, um, the Garden of Eden, where the Lord created us and he intended for us to dwell eternally. Um, and how when Jesus came and he died for us, he, he tore the veil and he made a way for us to enter into the Holy of Holies, which is communion with him. And it's such a beautiful representation of communion with God. It's this place where we can be kids again, where we don't have to worry, where the knowledge of good and evil is eliminated because we don't need it, we're in truth. And so I think the Lord just really this morning wanted to remind us of that truth that he's made a way um, for us to enter into that state of being and that state of spirit and soul and to really just dwell with him and live with him in that place of complete union. So this morning, we're just gonna do this song about the garden and Find a place to worship. Thank you, Lord. Lead me back to the moment I 
so easy to love so now space between us you're so easy to trust and it's all so simple you're so easy to joy in the midst of morning, all alone when I feel all alone, all alone, when your spirit surrounds me, I know I am found in the light of your love, let me be
Praise to the Lord. Something is really, he's releasing something. 
really, really special. Praise you, Lord. Thank you, Father. Hallelujah. Thank you. Praise the Lord. Huh. Father, we thank you for your presence. It is everything. And we are desperately seeking your abiding presence to dwell in this house, to dwell in this world, throughout this earth, to dwell in our hearts. Father, I just want to thank you for your Holy Spirit. I want to thank you for filling up those places within us, those empty places, those void places, perhaps those places that have become dormant. Lord, you're filling those right now. You're bringing to life and quickening us in your spirit. Lord, you're bringing life to the dead things. You're bringing life to the sick, to the diseased, to the infirmed, to the depressed, the oppressed, those in bondage. Lord, you're, you're bringing your spirit of life. And we thank you for that. And I speak right now in the authority of the Lord Jesus Christ through his Holy Spirit that your life would breathe into the dead things. Right now. Right now, your breath would breathe into 
those things that have died. We call them forth. And we thank you for that. Lord, we want to live while we're alive. <laughs> and we want to live to the fullest capacity for which you have for us. And you have brought your spirit, you have brought your anointing to touch those things in our lives, to breathe into the dry bones. Lord, you've touched us. <laughs> and we thank you for that. We are free, we are whole, and we are one with you and your spirit. You know, the late, great Billy Graham once said that in the early church, about 90% of the activity and the function of the early church would cease if the presence of the Lord, the presence of the Holy Spirit left the building. And he said in the modern church, if that happened, it would just keep functioning. Lord, we never want to be that people that functions outside of your presence. <laughs> Lord, help us never to base our function simply on principle. But let it be based on presence. Let it flow in presence. Let us, be let us be led by your presence in all things. Amen? Father, thank you for your presence. Thank you for these songbirds <laughs> who have brought us into the presence of the Lord. I, I do have a prophetic word, if I may, that I feel like the Lord has been speaking to me all morning just as we go into this season. Um, and I'm going to read a passage of Scripture where I've been all morning, and, and it really is, so much speaks of the season where we're in. And, and my heart so much is in this Christmas season that it is so purely intent on welcoming the presence of God, welcoming His presence into the earth, and partnering with that. And... and and so the Lord gave me this passage this morning. He reminded me of it. And I just so much just feel like it's where we are as a people. And it's Isaiah 9. And, and in a lot of ways, it's been a, one of our signature passages. But I'm going to read beginning with verse 2. And it says, the people that walked in darkness. Now, I want you to consider the fact of where we are transitioning into this year of wisdom. And, and what God has said already about where we're headed. It says, the people that walked in darkness have seen the great light. And I'm pro prophesying this. They that dwell in the land of the shadow of death, upon them hath the light shined. Thou hast multiplied the nation and increased the joy. They joy before thee according to the joy in harvest. And as men rejoice when they divide the spoil. For thou hast broken the yoke of the burden and the staff of his shoulder and the rod of his oppression as in the day of Midian. For every battle of the warrior is with confused noise. The garments rolled in blood, but this shall be with burning and fuel of fire. Every measure of the blood on our garments will be used in the burning for him. For unto us a child is born and unto us 
a son is given. Aren't you thankful? And the government shall be upon his shoulder. And his name shall be called Wonderful, Counselor, the Mighty God, the Everlasting Father, the Prince of Peace. And of increase of his government and peace, there shall be no end. You guys, this is what he has given to us. This is what we carry. This is what we are walking in as we step into this year of wisdom. And upon the throne of David and upon the kingdom to order it and to establish it with judgment and with justice. And henceforth, even forever, the zeal of the Lord of hosts, he will perform this. Amen. And the Lord just has really been speaking to me about who he is as the Prince of Peace. And we are carriers of that peace. Just through receiving his will, embracing his will, going forth in that divine will, in the application of what he reveals to us through his revelation, and then returning successfully. That is our walk, and that will be our walk as we go forth. And we know peace. You know, so many people, they view peace as the absence of war, the absence of conflict, the absence of noise. But peace is a person. Peace is the presence of the living God. Peace is in our midst, and we are carriers of that peace. And I just feel like God wants to, to really touch us with an awareness, with a consciousness of that peace, the spirit that, that, that dwells amongst us and that dwells within us. And you think about the command that Jesus gave to us for ministry. He said, when you go into a place... You leave your peace. You leave the peace. You leave that atmosphere of heaven. Because it will confront the darkness. It's the peace. It confronts the darkness. It's like a, a two-edged sword. And that's what he's giving to us. He's giving us this anointing as we go into the darkness to carry that peace. To see the light, just like we read in this passage to men to see the light, to step into the light, to come out of the bondage. The Prince of Peace is here. He's here. But even so, in this season, as we embrace this passage that Isaiah spoke, we, we welcome him. We welcome him in fullness so that as we go into this year, their fullness is there because pre peace brings wholeness, restoration, and all the things for which we make intercession for. And so I just declare that the God of peace will soon crush Satan under our feet. And when we go out and we come in in wisdom, we will carry that peace, we will impart that peace, and it will address the darkness, and it will bruise Satan under our feet. Amen? Amen. That's what he has given to us. And in that, the increase of his government, his rule. Do you think that he's given that to us as joint heirs? Yes. That is what he has given to us. So let us rise up and be aware of his presence and his, the presence of his peace and the presence of who he is as a person, the Holy Spirit that's amongst us, that's within us. And let's walk in it. Let's walk in it. Let's go forth in it. And let's come back 
in the fullness of victory. Amen? So I just really, this was just really burning within me um, this morning. And, and I speak it into this house. I speak it into every house, every, every intercessor, every saint that's joining with us, that we truly would welcome this and embrace this and really commit ourselves to this walk, this walk of peace, and know that his presence is with us. Amen? Amen. So, hallelujah. Thank you so much. <laughs> and so, you're all seated. I guess you could get up and love one another, or you could just give a wave, a wink, a wave, blow a kiss. <laughs> but love one another nonetheless. <laughs> 